Hey, this is Chuck, and you are listening to Fans with Bands, the podcast where we talk to the fans and the bands they dig about life, music, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Today on Fans with Bands, we are talking with the Lucid Furs. Check it out. Hey, this is Chuck with Fans with Bands, and I am talking to Karen, Nick, and Gordy was there, but he left, and he's hopefully coming back uh, from the Lucid Furs. How are you guys doing? Good. Hi. Awesome. <laughs> and we have a uh, fan, Kate, is here, um, but she's uh, having a little trouble with her audio, so we may or may not hear from her, but she's here. So anyway, so, uh, you know, I usually start off with the fans, but since Kate's on mute, we'll, we'll start with you guys. Um, how, right before everything went to hell in 2020, you guys had started to do some shows, raising some money for this really cool spring tour and then the pandemic hit and put the brakes on everything so yeah. what have you guys been doing to, to keep your sanity uh, well when that happened we were also in the middle of recording so oh. that was put on halt for a minute yeah when the actual like lockdown lockdown was happening but after things loosened up we went in the studio because we don't even need you know to be in the same room with the engineer and right um so uh, yeah, the tours had to be canceled, which is a bummer, but it's it's understandable. We'll we'll go and hit those places, you know. As soon as, soon as I see a window where I think there's an end in sight, I'm gonna get on the computer and start booking <laughs> immediately. Yeah, Texas and trying to get to Canada finally. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, um, have you looked to see because, like, as we know, the pandemic and the shutdown has really put a crunch on all the musicians you know you guys are hurting for um music but the music venues themselves are hurting so are some of the places that you were planning to go to closed or like indeterminate as to whether they're going to open um i i think a few of them open back up but yeah. we were like that tour um was for april which was right in the middle of it. And then yeah. the next tour I was working on was going to be July and that was in Canada and I can't go to Canada. So, right. right. So I've seen a few places open back up, but it doesn't seem worth it really to go out and, and not safe. Yeah. So we just yeah. wait until an end is in sight and then we'll get back at it, you know, as soon as we can. Yeah. So we've been working on music and writing new songs. We wrote some acoustic songs. And yeah, we stay busy. Yeah, we've we been staying okay. busy. We had a good long cry after everything got canceled. <laughs> yeah. Not together, yeah. but just... <laughs> we don't cry together. No, no, of course not. Especially not in like a cuddling fashion or anything. <laughs> Definitely not. I mean, but they... No, I don't we know. cry coming on right now. <laughs> so so you basically guys get together you're all like put on happy faces but then go over into the corner or over into the closet oh. we and we're just we're thinking about like the missed shows and the, you know it is i don't like dates come up i'm like oh it's you know july 15th like i should have been in montreal <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 we were we were supposed to go We'd booked this uh, trip to Ireland because we wanted to go. It's yeah, it's yeah. awesome and everything. Had everything lined up, and it was like supposed to be in May, um, but oh, then yeah. yeah, everything was screwed. Up. Band and all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So uh, yeah, I did see that you guys are working on uh, in the kitchen, like doing some recording, old school, setting up the recording. Vintage, vintage. Vintage, in the vintage <laughs> kitchen. It's awesome. So it looked like it was going to be acoustic. So are you redoing existing songs in acoustic or are you writing totally new music? But Mix of both. Yeah, yeah, mostly new music, mostly. but you know, I think we'll do at least one cover in there. Cool. Yeah. And uh, any particular songs off of No God, No Problem? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I didn't know if we were. Should I tell it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, we got, I think, one, though, for sure. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. We got one of it's books. one. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Yeah, because I love that album. And uh, but I was one. I was trying to think when I saw the pictures of you guys recording in the in the kitchen. I'm thinking, one, what which song could it be? Um, yeah. And then some of the ones that I really love are kind of like heavy, you know, like Kill the Righteous. And I'm thinking, how it's would that sound different. acoustic? You know. Yeah, yeah, it took a little bit of rework. No, not it. yeah, and but not all of them will will work. Nah. Yeah. We, we did we try tried. some, but we're like, ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. actually, <laughs> the one doesn't sound quite right. The one that we picked, I actually wrote on acoustic originally, so it worked. So yeah. Oh, it, oh, okay. But it's an electric song, but yeah, yeah, yeah it worked. Oh, out. cool, awesome. So, are you gonna? Um, you know, some studios have opened up and stuff. Are you going to actually go in a studio or are you just going to do the, the DIY from home thing? Uh, well, we did go to the studio. And like I said, right before quarantine, we were like partway through. We were like, did, like doing finishing up guitars. Oh. So when the lockdown was happening, then we went back and we did end up, we recorded it. Now we're, we're just waiting for mixes and masters to come back. So, yeah. So we have both. We have, yeah, we're working on the acoustic, like we're doing that, you know, do it yourself. But uh, we did record an album prior to that that we're still sitting on too. Yeah, right. Basically, so you, the the third album, you know, mm -hmm. third electric album. Yeah. Are you going to just hold that one until you can get out and actually support it? Yeah, I I think so. I mean, there'll be there'll come a time where it's like okay, like put it out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> If COVID ends up lasting for a whole nother year, we're not going to want to wait that long. But yeah. We stick to the songs by the time we put them on. Right. <laughs> we'll be touring with new songs by then. Right. So, yeah, we're, we're going to wait, wait it out, and hopefully by next spring, people will be. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the there is vaccines out now. And even if uh, I, I saw something that said recently, like, even if. Um, people aren't vaccinated. There's going to be so many people that have had it by the spring that it's already know, like that. Oh, yeah, it's going to be kind of that herd uh, immunity or whatever it is. So yeah, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I have followed you guys for a while, um, and I was curious when did you decide that? Like for each of you, and this is kind of a question for each of you. When did you decide like? I want to play music in a band and tour. Oh, man. I mean, I knew right when I started playing guitar, I was kind of older. You know, I started when I was like 17. Uh -huh. But I knew right away that I wanted to play in a band because just playing by myself, like, isn't the same as, like, 
I don't get the same feeling, you know. Yeah. Like I have to play with people. As far as touring, it always seemed like this crazy dream to me. And then once I joined up with the Furs, I was just like, oh my god, this yeah, is awful. Awesome. We went to, on our first tour like two or three months after you joined the band. Yeah, so yeah. it was just like like from zero to sixty. <laughs> loved it well you know because it's a lot of bands i mean they'll they'll start um do some local things and they just stay local which is totally fine nothing wrong with that um but there's certain bands like you guys that want to do a little bit more and be like out there getting your music out to markets beyond where your home market is yeah Um, so i think we also want to do a little bit less of like everything that's not music so that's really what pushes us out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, work sucks. <laughs> yeah. Work sucks. I'm gonna go play guitar. Right. right. <laughs> Going on tour. Can't work. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll go for a pack of smoke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Three weeks later. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> Was that uh, a trip? <laughs> hey, son, man, no money. that's where the cuddle cry comes in (laughs) i I always wanted to play music i was raised in a a family of like everyone in my family plays music so it it was always just like i don't know i guess i have to start i was born on january (laughs) so yeah it's always been ingrained in me and i've been doing it for a long time too but uh, Never touring with these guys before, which is a riot. Cool. Yeah. Karen, how about you? Well, I uh, I was playing with Karmic Lava for a while, and then I kind of like figured I wanted to do something else. But I, I before Karmic Lava, I was like, I can't be in a band because I didn't think I had the courage to get up on stage and oh. sing. I was like terrified my first show i shook like i like like i was about to have a seizure it was just like <laughs> but after that i ended up loving it and then you know want wanting to go off and and do some something different that i could take you know take on the road yeah and worked at it and ended up you know went through a couple of people jammed and eventually ended up with these guys and went on the road and see how her story gets worse and worse <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're working out a lifetime script. (laughs) (laughs) My tragic tale. (laughs) The bus has to stop somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. So uh when you've been out on the road, uh I've seen you know guys have posted some behind the scenes, you know, hey, we're having fun doing this and that. What, what were some of the highlights, places you went that you were, uh, I guess, most attracted to and, and can't wait to get back to? Man, like New Mexico. New Mexico was just awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. The beautiful red clay, like canyons and the, and the cacti and all the tumbleweeds. And the, <laughs> yeah, all- where, where did you guys play there? Albuquerque. Oh, that, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think just outside of Albuquerque, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, that was Albuquerque, I think. And there was peppers on everything. That's how you know you're in Albuquerque. 
<laughs> door handles, letters, and your signs. Like. Right. The whole place is like a chill. It's just, it's just the, everywhere. the street lights are like a green bell pepper, <laughs> a, a Hungarian <laughs> pepper, and like, and like a cayenne. And they do have some badass uh, breakfast burritos there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we had some pretty good food. No, they and they don't skimp on the avocado down there. Like it's like, yeah, because I mean, they're like, so much oh, closer to the source. Oh, they're yeah. closer to the source. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're That's fresher. They haven't been frozen for like yeah. for three weeks. <laughs> great. Closer you are to the well, yeah. the better you drink. You know? I I really love. Uh, Texas. Everywhere we've been in Texas has been awesome to us. Yeah. Always good crowds, really nice people. Um, I also really like New York because I'm just like fascinated with New York because it's so huge and I could never possibly explore all of it. Right. I feel like people that live in New York for their whole lives and not know like certain areas. It's like Still. Peter Parker's amongst them. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's out there. Doc Ock is somewhere out there. <laughs> yeah, I did. I had fun with you guys in New York, too. We got to run the city and eat good, eat good food. I think eating good food is like a really good part of traveling with the band. Oh, yeah. I don't know if every band does that, but we do it. Actually, <laughs> me and Nick like ran off to, to find a taco spot, right? Yeah, and, we, we and had to find a good taco spot. They had a big graffiti on the, like a roll-down door. Yeah. And it said Norbert 3000. <laughs> you know? No, it was three. Yeah, I, 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 I don't remember that. I, that. I, got, I did. I, I took a picture of it and sent it to Norbert, you know, because <laughs> he wasn't with us on this tour. And it um, blew his mind. The so. thing that blew my mind was like the taco spot was, uh, it was like indoors, like it was like a restaurant, but it was, it was BYOB. It was oh. pretty good. And people yeah. were walking yeah. in with bags of beer and shit. I was like, really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a cool concept. I fucked up on that trip sorry. because I went and got Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> it was good though. Oh. New York Chinese food is is different. It, it's so much better than everywhere else. I swear. Really. Chow mein, chow mein, chow New York. <laughs> I know we should have got pizza. I know that too. But oh right, yeah, you were in New York. New York yeah, pizzas. Come on. We got pizza in Jersey. And they claim that, like, their pizza is the original. Like, no, not New York. Yeah. Yeah. Not pizza, New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love the feud over. I wish we could fight with somebody over, like, apples. <laughs> 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 Nobody cares about apples. Wisconsin. Michigan's got like, cherries. We <laughs> got a lot more beer than you. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's not bad. It's true. Good argument. Yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah. Over here. <laughs> Over here. <laughs> call it whole state. We don't need your cheese, Wisconsin. Just keep it. Yeah. Well, hold on. Hold oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she goes on pizza. We'll take the cheese. We'll take the cheese. Oh, you're right, man. What am I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> you keep the Packers. <laughs> so, is there some place that um, when you can actually tour, that you haven't been that you really are looking forward to? I, I know you mentioned Canada, but is there particular places in Canada or other places in the United States for you? Like, man, I would dig going out there to jam. I want to go to the North Pole. 
I'm thinking North Pole, you know, like the whole Christmas scenario. Got the Christmas spirit. Like I got my, like they're my elves, right? I'll do like a Santa thing. You know? He's shorter than both of us. So I don't know why you keep calling us elves. <laughs> All right, I'll be the, I'll be like Rudolph. I'll be Rudolph. Uh, all I can think of is you. You, you do got a right right now. All right, but really, <laughs> I think I can think of Gordy when you were talking about that is like being on the set of the thing, you know, and fucking. That's my favorite movie. <laughs> that's my single favorite movie. I don't watch a lot of movies. <laughs> I don't watch, but that's that <laughs> right here. I don't have very good opinions. Yeah, but I've seen the thing. I, dude, John Carpenter. Rest in peace, Ennio Mor- Morricone. I like the soundtrack. He just passed away. I like anything with Kurt Russell. Yeah, it's got Kurt Russell. Like it. Kurt <laughs> Russell, stud with the sweet coat. You know? Call me Snake. <laughs> <laughs> it's like let's put Snake Plissken uh, in Antarctica. Right? <laughs> he's gonna be. And he's got to get out. Yeah. But he can't. He's I'm got he's aliens good at chess. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm super easy to please. My like. Just anywhere is fine. Just anywhere away from here. I just want to go. <laughs> I often don't know where we are. You know, I'm just. We're That's here. true. He'll be like, "What city are we in?" <laughs> I don't care. I'm just happy to be in the van. Yeah, <laughs> on the road. For real. Yeah, yeah, for real. Karen, how about um, you? We haven't made it to California yet. I would love to make it to California. It's pretty much, we've covered the majority of the United States except for California. It just like was a little too far to get there in two weeks. But yeah. we'll do a three week at some point and get out there, try play whiskey go go or something. You gotta get out there when it ain't on fire. You gotta like, yeah, go, right. You gotta That's go like thing. every couple months. You can't go gotta out go there. In, the, in the spring yeah. when everything's wet. When we okay. went on that West Coast tour, remember yeah. it was smoky. We were everything was hazy and smoky because it like kind of sits in that valley, like we're Washington, yeah. Idaho, Montana, yeah. uh, Washington, and Oregon were all smoky. Wow! Everywhere we went, really? Yeah, yeah. Like just the whole sky was just gray. And we weren't and smoky. even smoking that much weed. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> we weren't smoking that much weed. We didn't throw really anything sure. out of the window. Yeah. I promise, yeah. it was not us. We tried. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, we did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're coming for me again. I mean, <laughs> so, uh, who were your musical heroes when you were uh, getting started? Who? Who inspired you the most, and and what inspired? What was it about them that inspired you? You start. Uh, I, <laughs> I was gonna go. I didn't want to. I went first right. last time. No, no, you go. Ahead. I would say uh, mostly. I guess like I, my my family's really musical, so I guess mostly them first because okay. I'm just always around. You know them playing. Like when we go to Christmas or Thanksgiving, they always will pass around the guitar and, and they'll play and sing a song. Really? That's awesome. They all, they all play in original groups. But as far as like famous music, I guess growing up, I, I was always big on like the Chili Peppers and, uh, you know, I'm a 90s baby. So like all that grunge era stuff. Yeah. I was always big on that. Yeah. Pearl Jam, you know, Tool, all that. Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Holy crap. That guy. 
It was a good time for music, I think. Yeah, I'm happy to be born in that era. Yeah, no, there were some great, uh, I mean, I I liked the grunge era. I, I was sad, you know, because I'm pretty much a metalhead. Um, so I was, I was a little sad with new metal because I never really got into it. And I'm like, well, oh, okay. Uh, uh, new metal was not anywhere well, near as sweet as old metal. Yeah. <laughs> well, mo- mostly because I was like a lead guitar player and like everybody stopped playing lead guitar. And I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. what the hell happened here? But, so. It was a shift for sure. <laughs> All right. So who else wants, who wants to go next? Go uh, I guess we could go like in a row, right? Yeah. Uh, for me, man. I mean, my dad played when I was a kid. Uh-huh. You know, and he tried to get me to play for a while, but I, you know, at the time, you know, I just wasn't into it really. Yeah. And then once I finally picked it up, and like I just noticed that I could like learn it quick, I like dropped everything. So too quick. Yeah, too, too quick, quick, too quick, too <laughs> Um. So you know, my dad he played. Um. But really, as a kid, like even before I played, man, I listened to so much like Hendrix and. And like, you know, like Metallica and stuff. Like I didn't know nothing back then. I didn't know nothing. Hey, those are good groups. But but you know, I didn't um, know nothing. But man, I think as far as like my favorite guitar player, really the one who really like I still think about when I'm playing is is Grant Green. Oh, cool. Yeah, like he's a jazzer, right? Like yeah. I started as a jazz guitar player, kind of just learned in jazz band and all that. Yeah, but Grant Green was always my main dude. Cool. So I still use licks that like are from songs, and he used to always do this like, "Oh, I'll just repeat for yep. like a minute and a half, and, like, <laughs> kind of barely switch it." He's like, "I don't really care. Who right. cares? I'll have to show off. I'm just good at it, you know." Like he, so he was always so cool to me because he always just did like a very specific thing to himself. So that's kind of who I like to idolize. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. What are you carrying? Well, as a kid, I listened to a lot of like R&B and folk. I really liked Jewel when I was a kid. Cool. Jewel's pretty Jewel's sweet. Jewel's a bad. Yeah. Are you yeah. Really Jewel's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, as I got a little older, I really got into punk rock. I, I ended up, I met like... The guys in the rap fangs and the amino acids. I used to sneak into amino acid shows. <laughs> uh, I've, I've seen them more than anyone else <laughs> by far. I've seen them so many times. They're a great band. They're good every yeah. time. Yeah. Great, great moshing band for sure. Yeah. Um, and then as I got a little older, I started getting into, um, like, started singing more and going into, like, uh, Queens of the Stone Age and... Mm-hmm more rock stuff and Sabbath and yeah. stuff like that. I always really liked Ann Wilson. Oh yeah. Cool. I know a lot of people go Janis Joplin, but I'm not a huge Janis Joplin fan. I really like more heart. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I don't know. I just do. I feel like people get mad. It would get mad at me if I was just like, eh. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, um, yeah, they, they both have their own kind of vocal characteristics and some people dig the, you know, a little bit of like Janice's raspy, um, you know, more barren, well, not barren tone, but you know, it's a lower register than um, some vocalists, but Anne is more like a kind of a pure singer, you know, she has like just a great vocal range. Yeah. Yeah. 
and, and that's the thing like like i feel like i get a little more like like janice joplin was kind of like a joe cocker or like a yeah. You know, where you just, like, you do all oh, these like standards. The gritty, the gritty these, blues. You do yeah. these standards and these songs, and you're, like, the sweet, raspy voice on top of it, which is which is sweet, you know? Yeah. But with Ann Wilson, I feel like, was a little bit more, like, like writer also, yeah. you know, like. Just a little more. Ann Wilson from Heart. Yeah. I knew that, but I wanted to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and she definitely, um, and and like you, Karen, that you project a lot of power through your vocals. So um, I think she gets compared kind of to Ann Wilson. I didn't know that was her name, but singer from Heart quite yeah, often, which is, a, which is a fucking great compliment. Oh yeah, yeah, because it, yeah, but, oh yeah, yeah. I think there is that kind of sound because because we have that kind of bluesy sound too that they have yeah. a little bit, a little bit. Not yeah. No, th- well, when I listened to you guys' music, and, and that was a question I wanted to ask um, to get your take on that, but when I hear you guys, I, I think there's definitely a blues element in there, um, oh, yeah. but there's uh, this very cool like hard rock aspect with that psychedelic edge, that, and then the two of those meld together, and then, oh, Gordy, yeah. when you were talking about like Graham Greene, a little bit of that jazziness, especially in some of your phrasing when you're doing your solos. So all that comes together at this really cool kind of, it's it's, it's psychedelic, but it's a little bit dark and yeah. um, uh, can't think of the right word, but there's a darkness, bluesiness, and an undercurrent of, uh, I want to say cynicism almost, you know, just kind of a, yeah. a little yeah. bit of dark, you know, kind of punching you in the face, but we're gonna do it really nicely. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a gentleman. Like a gen- I'm gonna punch you in the face like a gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, I am going to strike you. But I am. <laughs> no, um, for sure. And you know what? That is like I love, especially like just speaking for myself. Like to have like a tension underneath like even if it's something that's like major key sort of you know or like what i'm playing i love to have like some sort of tension to that you're always holding on to and then when you go to the next part even then it's like oh it's not fully resolved so now it's like you're leaving these questions to be answered and you're just yeah. always kind of so I'm artsy not. so artsy I love yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if somebody was coming up to you cold and hadn't really listened to you, how would you describe your music? What would you tell them? Wow. I mean, yeah. Uh, I'll let you guys know. Because me, I keep it I'm pretty simple. I'm just like, you know, I'm, it's blues. Do you want to do that? I'm bad with genres. <laughs> I, I would say that we're uh, heavy rock would be the easiest explanation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, heavy I rock like band. I say, yeah. Like, I think there's um, a little funk and blues. Yeah, a little, but, yeah, yeah, we try to pepper in some other stuff, mm-hmm. not trying to be pigeonholed, you know, yeah. try to keep it light. And yeah. Lots of, you know, some slow, some fast, some yeah. right think, in the middle. I think too, know. like even your question that, you know, our influences, you can see we come from very different backgrounds too. So it's hard we really couldn't even narrow it down to one sound really. I don't think because we all, you know, we all play different stuff really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah everybody's got their, like, got their own yeah. thing, but we, we share music all the time. We do have 
quite a, a lot of similar interests oh, yeah. between us too. So. Sure. Yeah. yeah, like me, you know, like me and Nick are super into like Days of the New, mm-hmm. you know, like Travis Meeks, yeah. you know. Cool. Um, I like Days. You know, maybe not as much like as you guys. Like a lot of people. Other people, they're like, oh, you know, but I, I love it. But you know, really, when people ask us, kind of what what kind of our sound or genre is i usually just ask them well do you like this or do you li-? and i'm like well then you'll probably take this you know <laughs> yeah you know just because even though we don't like sound particularly like anybody I, I really just like like we're funky blues rock james i'm like what are you like budgie or jefferson airplane right. or like some some hendrix or i don't know you know so yeah, I mean, you definitely have a, a unique voice, you know, for your band. Um, and one thing I was wondering about is, how long do you think it took you guys to develop that voice? Like, was it you got together and you had that that vibe that you wanted? Or was there a period of time where you were trying to figure each other out, figure out what worked, and then all of a sudden there's a pivotal moment you click and you go, that's the sound we want to have. I would think it's like the new member coming in here. I think, and always, I think they would agree too, is it still being developed? You know, we're still finding it. So I think you always hopefully find, you know, figuring that out a little bit more with each record. We're just developing it. it, You know, like we're, um, almost a completely different band after the first album, although you were on the first album on the first, or on the, one of the, the tracks, last the last song. song. I played yeah. the solo on the last song. Yeah. <laughs> but, so that was, that album is a little different than No God. So I don't know. I, I feel like we've been like really lucky that everybody that's come in is just kind of like, been like, all right, and just came in. They were grooving right off the bat. So <laughs> yeah. very lucky at that point. Really didn't have to look very far. <laughs> you know, and you know, everybody gets along. So I'm I'm grateful for, for these guys because uh you know, we've got a good mix and good, you know, yeah, good, a good working relationship mm-hmm. like like jamming with each other like hanging yeah. out not too now hard if, if dan was here jam. we'd say like okay hold on but he's not honestly like when when really the kind of stuff that i play with the furs really it came about like i i came in and kyle whitefoot had written a bunch of song you know a bunch of sweet songs and i was just like oh my god these riffs are awesome right like right um and it wasn't really like how i played so i kind of like really the like no god no problems album you know guitar sound at least is really me like trying to just mesh my style with what i thought you know like would would fit well with like karen and dan you know i jammed with dan quite a bit before just like you know hanging out like nick and dan were in trigger and their room was right down the hall from the first room so you know i would go jam there all the time but i don't know if me and you met prior to that no i pretty much then you jammed with us one time when i like jammed with me one time yeah yeah that (laughs) this totally explains why i feel like i know nick because i saw a trigger yeah. yeah. So yeah, 
and yeah, Nick, me, you... me and I started playing music together when we were like 10 or 11. So we, cool. <laughs> we asked me to join up with, with them. And, uh, and I'm also good friends with Norbert too. So it was a weird, it was like a triangle. I was in the triangle. <laughs> but it was like, it was a real easy answer, you know, because it's yeah. like my yeah. oldest friend came to me. So I was like, of course. Like, and Norbert was, was cool because he, you know, my oldest friend came to me it and wasn't said, keep like in the a, van, and I just yeah. jumped in. <laughs> it wasn't, so that it wasn't like if anything you want to call, crazy. It anyway. you just he ended up, Norbert was cool about it because he ended up showing you the songs. Yeah, and, me and Norbert were, yeah. and me and Norbert were actually playing in, uh, we did like a Slipknot tribute act for like a Halloween. We had nine guys in the mask. It was, like, <laughs> it was funny. So I was already hanging out with Norbert all the time. Was that one of those uh, creepy cheapy whatever the shows? Yeah. yeah, at the Crowfoot and Pontiac. We had we had a fucking blast. So <laughs> I didn't even really like all the Slipknot songs, and and a lot of guys in the group really weren't even Slipknot fans, which was hilarious. <laughs> but we had uh, we had some pretty cool like local artists on stage with us. It was so much fun. There was like nine nine of us, and we just had a blast. Awesome. That's awesome. So have you guys ever met, like, um, so we talked a little bit about your musical idols. Have you ever met one of the people you look up to in the music industry? And what was that experience like, what, like meeting them? So like if you met Ozzy or somebody, not, that's not the question, but like if you met somebody <laughs> and who have you met? When, I, I, how met was that experience? I met Paul Stanley. Oh, cool. He was super tall. Like, really? <laughs> fucking, yeah, he's like 6'2 or something. I did not know that. Seriously? Wow. Yeah. And uh, it's too tall. You know, <laughs> you know, it was quick. It was quick. Like, I was in a line. You know, it wasn't uh -huh. like we were eating dinner. Like, I was in a line. We all met him. But, he, you know, he gave me his autograph. And then he said, uh, he, he was like, you've seen the new Kiss DVD? I was like, no, I haven't seen it. He's like, it rocks. It's <laughs> <laughs> like fucking... Total, like, it's cheesy, but it's totally it all sailing. It's just so fucking funny. I loved it. Oh, man. That's awesome. I, I'm a don't meet your idols kind of person. I got an opportunity to meet, meet Mark Farner, and I, I turned it down. <laughs> I didn't, I know that he's really religious now, and uh, I didn't want to tell him our band name. <laughs> no. I was like, I don't want to meet Mark Farner and have him, like, like go on a rant i can't do it i don't want to do it i love him too much i just like let's just yeah. not might have converted you. <laughs> maybe maybe it would have just went by yeah. thinking, like maybe wow converted really, really vivid, there's vivid. no hope nothing exists <laughs> vivid fur coats come in come on <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah i should just play dumb like who yeah who? Okay, no, I, no. I don't know oh, I, I, i've met i've met Travis Meeks. I met Travis, oh, Travis Meeks. Meeks a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met Travis Meeks. Um, that for me was super cool. He was just like he was actually nice. He's kind of notorious for being like a dick. He know? was nice to me, but he he gave me his autograph. He was super nice. Yeah, yeah. And then my older brother came up to him and was like, "How about me?" And he was like, "No." I swear to God, I swear to God. Like, no, not, not for you. That's I enough. Was with that Nigel. is enough nice I was, for I was today. With like Nigel, <laughs> he like wrote out a set list and shit. That was cool. Um, other than that, I haven't really ever met 
anybody, you know. I mean, I've met Nick James. Right? Yeah. I've met Nick James, you know. <laughs> Well, now I know that I've, well. Oh, you have, shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to meet him later, but he always flakes on me. <laughs> I, I accidentally locked eyes with Jack White at uh, Leo's Country Oven in Mass Heights. Oh, my God. <laughs> How'd you feel? Did your heart like. I just turned around and I like stared at him for a second. Oh. And then he stared at me and I was like, that's Jack White. And then I went, what? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm like, fuck, Matt's going to be so mad. And Jack White locked eyes. Um, dude, actually, me and Dan. We stopped at, uh, we were on tour and we stopped in, I remember we were outside of Lake Charles and we went into that music store. Dan was like, I, I gotta oh, get some yeah, drumsticks. Oh yeah, that's right. He had to get drumsticks. So we went into the music store and the drummer from the meters was oh. in there. there. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, he like goes in there to get sticks every now and then and he just chats it up with the guys. Oh, and, wow. Um, and we got a picture with them and everything. He was super nice. He's yeah. like, he's like, oh, you guys are on tour? Y'all from Detroit? He's like, don't stop playing now. Don't let me down. He's like, <laughs> like that. I'll remember cool. that forever. Like, because he was so sincere. He's like, don't stop playing. That's awesome. Let me down. You know, so yeah, that was. Yeah. That's always, that's that was that. a cool store. That store was really sweet. I can't remember what it was called, though. Middle of nowhere. I don't know. Yeah, it was like, uh, yeah, it was like five minutes out of Lake Charles, Louisiana. Great store, wall to wall guitars, overwhelmingly. Wow, I went to not uh, like Guitar <laughs> Center. No, like yeah, yeah, a little no. quieter. Yeah, a little quieter, but but bigger and crazier. <laughs> yeah, there's a guitar store in uh, Nashville that I can't remember the name of now. It's famous, but yeah, they've got it's wall to wall guitars, and then they've got like these super like. Um, rare guitars in there that are you know hundred thousand bucks and you're like holy crap oh yeah hell's gonna buy that thing Um, we went to sweetwater and you played the piano that was worth three quarters of a million dollars and i I walked up and i looked at the price and i was like get off (laughs) (laughs) but i was crushing it though so i was like i can't stop i can't stop (laughs) i'm stoned like playing something like you know like i'll never live this down if i break this piano Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> great, I'm like, this is the one I'm not gonna stop playing. Yeah. <laughs> Gordy's setting his beer on top. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Oh, I spilled it off. <laughs> yeah, I'm like wiping it off with my sleeve. Rubbing it in with your sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the finish is coming off on your. T- I'm like, oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> yeah, someone stain this like shit. It's their fault, really. You know, it's it like Jan. I was like, beep, let's beep, get out of here. <laughs> like a little kid, like that's yeah, ah. a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, when you were talking about uh, not wanting to meet um, Mark Carner, uh, yeah, Mark Carner, <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, how did you come up with the name the Lucid Furs? I mean, I know it. It, um, the connotation it, is, but it's a lyric in a UFO song. Oh, um, I didn't know that. I just learned it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Cool. Very cool. Awesome. I don't know if that's exactly what he says, but that's what it sounds like he says. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think so many people. This is the second verse of Rock Bottom. Listen to it. <laughs> All right. Cool. So many times in my life, I've heard a song and been like, "Man, those lyrics are so cool." And then look them up and like, those are not the lyrics. (laughs) (laughs) 
You know, I'm so like, then you take them. Did I write them? Did I write them, I write them then? I just, you know, <laughs> is that how that works? I don't know. <laughs> that is a, yeah, that's a conundrum right there. That happens to me all the time. I've been, I've realized that I was saying songs wrong for years. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like, I don't like doing covers. Is like uh, in Karmic Lava, we did that pentagram cover. And then someone told me like in a comment on a video, like years after it happened, that I was singing the first verse second and the second verse first. And I was like, You're like, it's better this way. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, he it, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It made more sense to me that way. So that's the way I sang it. It's artistic interpretation. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I don't know, like stickler, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Col- color outside the boundaries every once in a while. Come on now. You know? Jeez. That's why I was always bad at art, too, because I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> every once in a while, you got to go rogue. You know, you just. Can't. <laughs> inside, no, that's why, outside. That's why outside, I print, outside. because I make the lines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Color, color in the lines? No, I make the lines. I, I make the lines. You color within my lines. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, sometimes like to find out like a little bit. I just find it fun to find out who was the first album you ever bought with your own money? Oh, that's for me, that's funny because I, I typically listen to kind of newer music. I don't think I listen to much music that's like more than 10 years old. I'm just I just like that. But um, I was sick at my dad's. He sat me down to watch The Who Live. Live at Leeds? It was The Who Live. It was that Tommy one. And oh. Billy Idol came on, and I thought he was so fucking cool. So that was the first. That was the first. <laughs> I, I bought the tape. We were at, like, Gibraltar. <laughs> and I found, uh, I forget what that Billy Idol, you know, Eyes Without a Face and Catch My Fall and all that. Right. But yeah, that was my, <laughs> Billy Idol, man. I always thought he was so cool. Awesome. Huh. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> the first album I yeah. went out to buy was Dookie by Green Day. Oh, really? It's kind of sweet. Right. I grew up with a lot of Green Day. I really like basket. We're cakes. learning things about each other. We're going to argue. After this, we're going to cry and but, cuddle. So. But then I went, uh, I went a couple years later and I bought. Uh, uh, what is American Idiot? Yeah. I yeah. And then I was like real bummed. <laughs> and I like I I worked like I babysat, so I didn't have like a lot of money. And I walked up to Kmart when it came out, you bought it, and I put it in my Walkman and I listened to it in the morning and I was like usually when I got an album I would listen to it like all day, day after day for days on end. Yeah. And I put it on once and I was just like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just Dis- didn't like it. It was too different. Now you could be disappointed in a new album instantly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't have to walk Instant anywhere. disappointment. <laughs> you don't have to walk anywhere to get disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> you get disappointed right in your bed. <laughs> just shut up and go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking life sucks. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm interested. My my first album to buy. First, first album that I went out to buy. Um, it was Band of Gypsies. It was it was a Jimi Hendrix Band of Gypsies vinyl. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. 
It was. You it's a first. Your, it's like an early, like first edition. And I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. It was an early first edition band of gypsies. I bought it around like Frankenmuth, and and I gifted it to my dad. Oh, cool. And, yeah, yeah. That's that was, fucking adorable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's forty. Well, yeah, it's always shining. It's my fucking dad, you know. Like, <laughs> come on, man. What was your first album, man? I'm curious now. Oh, my first Brad, album. My, my first album was uh, <laughs> "Goodbye Yellow Brick Road." By oh, album. sweet, dude. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, it was a huge when I was. Uh, what format? What format was it? I, that was LP. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This okay. was back in the day. This is what 1970. Two, three. Right on, right on. So uh, I was eight, nine, yeah, eight or nine, and uh, I was I got some birthday money, and I I'd been listening a, f- a friend of mine because I lived in Detroit at the time. Um, he was a couple doors down, and he he had been listening to Elton John, and and it was crazy. He could actually sing like Elton John, and he was like a little kid, you know, and he could sing like Elton John. I'm like, Jesus Christ, and he knew all the lyrics and everything. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. So, yeah, cool. yeah. nice, yeah, dude. So- I, I'm just now getting hit to like, because I'm a big Rod Stewart fan. Like the early, like the Faces and with yeah. Jeff and like Rod Stewart, like those first couple solo albums. Yeah, I, I'm like, I keep looking up these songs, and I'm like, that's a fucking Elton John song. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Rod Stewart. He's he's like a Joe Cocker, right? He's just yeah. like. Gonna sing this guy's song. <laughs> one of the songs, oh, I can't remember the name right now, but it was like Elton John. You know, Rod Stewart had covered a bunch of Elton John on the early albums, and then like it, Elton John gave him a song that he hadn't recorded. It was just like one that he had like demos for. And, and oh. then, of course, I was, and so Elton John was probably like, "Look, if you're gonna record my song, <laughs> do one that I haven't released yet." Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know what? I'll just keep yeah, it. No, like, um, it's the one where, oh man, I can't think of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to Google this to find it. Well, find man, out about that. I was getting hip to the early um, Elton John, and I'm like, he looks like John Lennon. Like he's just got like long sideburns and like cool small glasses. They're not like this yet. They're like oh, just right. like big. Many it's guys. just like in the early Dude, stages before. If you like Rod Stewart, once live yeah. shows start back up again, you got to go see my old landlord, Danny D. You know Danny D? No. Huh? The Hamtramck legend. Oh, really? <laughs> he's a Rod Stewart impersonator, and he has traps. Really? Yeah, and he's really good, and he looks just like Rod Stewart. That's really? all. Wow. Awesome. Mom confused him for Rod Stewart. At, at <laughs> Who's this fan? St. Clair Shores. She's like, right up. Well, like, she went <laughs> home with this dude. Anyway, she went home. Best landlord I ever had, by the way. Came over to fix my sink in a three piece suit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, great. Great awesome. landlord ever. <laughs> and greatest Rod Stewart impersonator ever, for sure. Well, awesome. Yeah, I got to check that out. Yeah, when the shows come back, that'll be cool. Yeah, he's good for sure. I think that'll be the name of our next album too. When the shows come back. <laughs> yeah, when the shows come back. Oh, yeah, when the shows so, come back. So, <laughs> wow. so, so guys, I uh, I just have one more question for you, and I want to thank you so much for being a part of Fans of Bands. It's great yeah. to see. Yeah, thank you, guys. you for having us. This yeah, was fun. Yeah, it's great to see you guys, even if it's virtual. Can't wait to actually see you live. I couldn't make it. The yeah. song is Country Comfort. 
by country comfort oh yeah that's definitely a country comfort and and the road that's going home yeah that's that's on uh that song is on tumbleweed connection yeah yeah yeah, so you know, so oh, I, I just I, I just got hip to that like early Elton John stuff. I love it, dude. It's awesome. Yeah, that's and a great Bernie that's Tom. a great album too. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Com- Country Comfort, and there's another one on there. Uh, shoot, can't think of it. I'm gonna have to break that out now. I know, it. dude. Right? I gotta get that <laughs> vinyl. I gotta get that Elton John vinyl. <laughs> so the last question I have for you guys, and it's kind of controversial. Um, yeah, so <laughs> hopefully this won't create a, a yeah, real- I, I have to run this by our lawyer yeah. first. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Throw either of them under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> the I got the mouse on leave, guys. <laughs> so, uh, pineapple or no pineapple on pizza? Oh, pineapple. Uh, pineapple. Pineapple and feta. Whoa. Oh, pineapple. Oh, okay. whoa. Oh, everyone's pineapple. Right, no, I didn't say pineapple. I said pineapple and feta. <laughs> it's gotta be together. <laughs> Jalapeno. Not, yes. You know what's fucked up? I don't I don't even like pineapple. The other two options. <laughs> like I don't like pineapples by themselves. That's messy. But if you throw it on a pizza, that's why the whole controversy fucks me up. Because <laughs> like this is the only way I've ever enjoyed the fruit. <laughs> Were you with us when uh, we were we were on the road in the van and we wanted pineapple really bad and we went to Walmart and I bought a pineapple and then I'm like I put like a bag in my lap and I'm like cutting up a pineapple <laughs> with a utility knife in the front seat while we're driving just like slicing up the, the spines. Like I said, we always get food on the <laughs> Oh my god! Like, Full of pineapple. I'm like, uh, I guess reach in there, guys. We're all sick. <laughs> and it was a, it was a beautiful <laughs> dance, a beautiful dance. Terrible yeah. road poop, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's a grain circle. Oh my god! I'll go into Walmart at, in the morning, stone when you're on tour, and buy a pineapple. Kids, <laughs> do do it. Do 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 it. Make our Repeat our mistakes. If nobody learns exactly from as them, they happen. Are they mistakes? Uh, <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again, guys, so much. It's great to see you. Yeah. Great thanks for the laughs. Thanks for talking with me. Yeah. yeah, thanks for having us. All right. Take care, guys. Peace, brother. All right. Thanks again to Karen, Gordy, and Nick from the Lucid Furs, along with Kate, for joining me in this episode of Fans with Bands. Sorry, Kate, that your mic wasn't working, but hopefully you enjoyed our banter. Be on the lookout for new Lucid Furs music in the near future. In the meantime, head over to Bandcamp and check out their fantastic psychedelic hard rock. If anyone tries to tell you that rock is dead, call bullshit and then crank out the Lucid Furs. See the show notes for all the details and links. These are tough times for everyone in the creative industries such as music. Your support of live streaming, purchasing music, and merchandise is critical. If you can help out your local artists, please do. If you are in the Michigan area, consider following the Playing in the Detroit Area Tonight Facebook page. It is a place for fans and bands to support each other and share our combined love of music. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get each and every episode of Fans with Bands. Spread the word by rating the show and leaving a comment. We want to hear what you think. You can keep in touch by following us on social media. This is a Life in Michigan production. 
Until next time, be well and kick out the jams. <laughs>